Hi there, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. Today I'm continuing on with this subject I've been doing for a little while now, and this is all about the God of hope and how the God of hope is working for you. God is a God of hope. In him we find hope where there is none in this world. The hope of salvation and all things good come from God. And we see that we have hope when we walk with him and when we walk in Jesus Christ. So the aim of the session today is to show that God is a God of hope. And it's also to see that we have good reason for hope as we walk and as we work with Christ. And also to remember to rejoice in the hope we have in Jesus Christ. So the first scripture I want to go and have a look at is in Romans chapter 15, and I'm looking at verse 13, and it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. So we see here in the scripture that it says that God is a God of hope, and it says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing. So the thing that we need to to focus on out of this is the need for faith, because it's all about believing. And when we believe, then the God of hope will fill us with joy and with peace. And it goes on in the second part of that verse and says, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So when we receive the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes into us, we can abound in hope because the Holy Spirit is the guarantee that God gave us of our salvation. The Holy Spirit is the one who works with us to do the work of transformation, to transform us into the image of Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Spirit who is our guide, who is our teacher, who brings all of the things of Christ and all of the things of God to our remembrance. It's the Holy Spirit who helps us by praying for us on our behalf when we don't know what to pray. And he does this when we speak in tongues. So because we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit to, to, to take us through this whole process, this whole walk that we have with the Lord throughout our life, we can abound in hope, knowing that when we are working together with God and when we're working together with Jesus Christ and working with the Holy Spirit, then we can have this hope, the hope of salvation, and we can rejoice and we can be filled with joy and with peace. The next scripture I want to have a look at is over in the book of 1 Corinthians. And I'm going to read 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 9. I'm going to start in verse 7 and go down for a couple of verses. It says, Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard without eating any of its fruit? Who tends a flock without getting some of the milk? Do I say this on human authority? Does not the law say the same? For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle an ox when it is treading out the grain. Is it for oxen that God is concerned? Does he not speak entirely for our sake? It was written for our sake because the ploughmen should plough in hope and the thresher thresh in hope of a share in the crop. If we have sown spiritual good among you, is it too much if we reap your material benefits? Now, let's look at this here. He's talking here about those who are working and those who are, uh, are in the Lord. And he's saying there, going back to verse 7, who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Well, you know, when people get uh, called up or they join up uh, on the army, to the army, they don't serve at their own expense. They don't have to pay for it themselves. They get paid to do that. And then someone who plants a vineyard. Does anyone plant a vineyard without eating any of its fruit? Well, of course not. They plant the vineyard for their own purposes. And who tends a flock without getting some of the milk? It's all about 
getting a due reward for the effort put in. And it says the same for us, as he says, uh, for it's written in the law of Moses, you shall not muzzle an ox when it's treading out the grain. Well, an ox used to tread out the grain, they used to yoke an ox to a, uh, a very, very heavy mill and it would walk around in a circle and it would drag this millstone around or this millstone on top of another, they'd throw grain into it and it would crush the grain and uh, turn it into flour. But the Lord made provision for the ox saying, well, you're not going to muzzle him. He's doing the work for you. He should be allowed to have some of the grain. And so the ox can actually eat some of the grain as it feels the need. But then he says, is it for oxen that God is concerned? Well, no, of course not. What he's concerned about is us, and he's teaching us here a principle. And so he's saying, uh, does he not speak entirely for our sake? It was written for our sake because the ploughman should plough in hope and the thresher thresh in hope of a share in the crop. Now, it's the same with us. We should have the hope that we will receive the reward of salvation for the work that we do in the name of the Lord, for the things that are happening in the name of the Lord in our lives. We should be able to recognise that we are to receive in hope our share of what the Lord has promised. And what has he promised us? Eternal life. So we should be able to be confident and be hopeful and joyful and rejoice in the fact that we are to receive this salvation and to receive this promise of eternal life. Now, the last scripture I want to go and have a look at is in Romans chapter 12. And I'm going to read... Uh, verse 12, it's just a one verse, where it says, Rejoice in your hope. Be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Uh, this whole section here, there's a few verses here, and they're, they're absolute little gems. You know, they're, they're only a few words, but they say so much. And this is just one of them, where it says, Rejoice in your hope. Well, you have a hope. In Jesus Christ, you have a hope. You have a hope of salvation. You have the hope of the Lord's protection in times of trouble. And goodness knows we've got times of trouble here right now on this planet. Uh, throughout this COVID-19 coronavirus, and we see now there are second waves popping up in different places around the world, in, in particular where I'm, li I'm living right now. Where I live, we are currently locked down uh, for the second wave. And we need to, though, rejoice in our hope that God has everything in control. God is a God of hope, and he has everything under control. All of the things that are going on around us now, all of this coronavirus stuff that's going on around us now, is all according to the definite foreknowledge and plan of God. And so we should have hope. We should not fear. We should not be desperate or depressed as the rest of the world is, but we should have hope, and we should hold fast our hope because God is in control of these things. And he's doing these things for a very, very specific reason. He's allowing these things to happen. The men of this earth are, are trying to um, look for a, a way to overcome this virus, but you can't overcome and, and stop something that has been instituted by God. Now, you might say, well, why would God do this? You know, why would he allow us to have all of this suffering that's going on around the world and all of this fear? Well, he told us in Scripture, Jesus said that in the lead up to his return, there would be pestilences, amongst other things. There would be earthquakes, there would be wars and rumours of wars, um, there would be roaring of sea and waves and all these other kinds of things. And this is one of those things. This is the pestilence or one of the pestilences that the Lord has brought on the earth. 
It said also there'd be famines, and we see that in India and in South America and other places, there are locust swarms, the likes that have never been seen. Africa, I think, is another one, that are going through those places, and they're just absolutely shredding crops. And so the likelihood of famine is very high um, on the potential agenda. We've seen massive earthquakes uh, around the world. We've seen all of these things. Now, is this a cause for fear? No, it's not. It's a cause for hope because the Lord said these things would happen in preparation for his return. In the lead up to his return, there's going to be all kinds of tribulation, all kinds of trials go through on this earth. And these are just, as it says in the Bible, these are just the birth pangs. This is just the, the opening salvos, the first parts of it. So don't be afraid of these things. God has already told us in advance, 2,000 years ago, that these things had to happen. So hold fast to your faith and hold fast to your hope and rejoice in your hope. Be patient in tribulation, it says. And these tribulations are going to come upon us. We are locked down now. Where I am, we are locked down. We're not allowed out of our suburb. But we have to be patient through this because the Lord is in control and he will allow these things to run their course and then do whatever he's going to do next. So I have to listen to this scripture, and I hope that you listen to this scripture too, to firstly rejoice in your hope, be patient in the tribulation that we're going through, and the third part of the scripture says, be constant in prayer. So we need to take all of our issues, all of our concerns, all of the things that are going on, take everything to the Lord in prayer. So a couple of things just to consider out of this uh, session today is can you see that we have reason for hope? And also, can you see that God is a God of hope? He's given us hope. He's told us in advance what's going on. So that's a reason for hope. Can you rejoice in the hope that you have in the Lord? And there's good reason for that. And we should rejoice in the Lord in our hope. So as a prayer point, ask the Lord to help you and to protect you in these troubled times, knowing that it is only in him and by the power of the resurrection in Jesus Christ that we have hope. So in closing... I just want to say this is the conclusion of this series on hope. There are certainly more that could be added, but this will give you a taste and I hope you'll see the power of hope, that there is power in hope. So until next time, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and I hope that you have a great week ahead in the Lord and may God bless you in all the things that you do. Oh, 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 oh,